Welcome to the Voice of Many podcast show with Yolanda and Vanessa. Good evening, listeners, and thank you for joining us. Our podcast would not be possible without you and our sponsors, Z-Funk Productions and Step One Training Solutions. Spill the beans. This evening, we are very excited to welcome to the mic, Miss Sharon Mason. How are you doing? I am great. How are you doing this evening? Doing wonderful. Very excited about our time we get to spend with you today. Share with our listeners a little about yourself and where you're located. Right. So, like you said, I am Sharon Mason. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. I'm a wife, a mom, a grandmother of three, and I'm located in Indianapolis, Indiana. I'm also a published author. I have uh, two books published. And I have a natural hair care line as well. I'll throw that in there. Would you mind enlightening us about the Love That Relationship? So Love That Relationship is my therapy practice. Um, my book fall, falls under it as well. But it came about because when I think about relationships, um, we have our relationship with self, we have our relationship um, with others, and then we have our relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, that's what I'm looking at, how we can actively love those relationships and what it looks like. Well, can you tell us a little about the therapy service that you have? Mm-hmm. So as a therapist, I see couples, I see families, um, I see individuals. I would say that I'm seeing more couples now than I have in quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's probably due to uh, the pandemic and everything that's going on uh, throughout the world. I have quite a few couples right now. I work with premarital couples, um, couples who are married, and then couples who uh, may not be married. Um, work with families. I love my family work. I'm doing everything virtually right now. So it's over Zoom, it's over Doxy, uh, by video. And I'm also able to do sessions by phone, um, which would be my least favorite. But I'm seeing all my clients virtually. And I'm enjoying the work, working from home. Wonderful. Can you tell um, our listeners where they can actually find you and your resources with um, Love That Relationship? So I would say go to my website because it's going to have the information as far as uh, the number that I can be reached at and my email as well. They can put in a contact if they're wanting to reach me. There's a contact sheet on there, and then they can put their information in. But my site is lovethatrelationship.com, lovethatrelationship.com. And, Sharon, too, I want to ask you, I know you spoke about having more couples um, Mm -hmm. as a result now of COVID. What are you seeing the biggest need with the couples? It always uh Normally, it's around communication and the number of things that stand from there. And so we talk about um, how to have healthy communication. We talk about um, pretty much what they've experienced in their families of origin and then what it looks like to create communication patterns that are going to be healthy within their relationship because oftentimes it's not the same coming from two different families. Right. And what they're trying to do is learn ways of building something that's going to work for them as a couple. Oftentimes that's the challenge because the way in which I communicate and the way in which I perceive things I may see as being the best way and the only way, that's not how it works. 
And so just having an opportunity to um, work on communication, what that looks like, just being able to work as a team. Because if a couple can work as a team, then they can see each other as uh, not being on opposing teams. Oftentimes, they can get to a solution that's going to work for the both both of them. So um, I tend to have fun in sessions. Um, I try not to be a therapist that's going to just be boring or that a person's going to say, well, goodness, you know, uh, I'm not getting anything out of it. So um, I enjoy my sessions, and I encourage my clients to be curious about the entire process, to have questions, to put them out there. And so that we're working on solutions together, and it's not me just coming in trying to put something together for them. It's even in that aspect, it's teamwork um, for us. I understand. That's great. Have you found that the um, the kids too are very involved when it comes to um, wanting to set those boundaries and helping with the communication with their parents as well? Uh, yes. So I'm not seeing um, a lot of children right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just, well, no, actually it didn't end. I've got um, a young adult, so I wouldn't even classify her um, as a child because she's got a birthday coming up uh, fairly soon and she'll be 18. So um, I don't have any um, children that I'm working with currently, but I have um, in recent times. And Absolutely. They want to be heard. They want to be understood. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to feel like they're uh, a part of the family and that they're not just having all these decisions being made for them. So I recognize that the parent is going to make that final decision, but you get better buy-in from um, you know, the children or the young adults when they feel that they're being heard. And we work on that um, process with the communication. Okay. Um, what topic will we be covering the next time we have you? Um, there's a number of things I would love to discuss. Um, and so we can talk about um, really during the time of being in the pandemic and working on the stress and working on self-care, um, working on beating the winter blues. We can talk about... Um, being a couple during this time and what does that look like as we kind of support um, ourselves and one another um, through these stressful times. Because, of course, we've got a lot going on racially, within the world, mm-hmm. politically. And so um, we can talk about uh, something that covers a topic near and dear to the family or for couples. And so I'm actually going to allow you guys to decide. You know, we focus yeah. on the couple um, but the teens, too, like you say, they want to be heard on our outside um, access right now. So we're still confined to the home. Yeah. And, you know, we're so used to going our separate ways. So it's mm-hmm. very important that we do not just listen to our spouses, but also listen to our kids as well. Like you say, everyone yeah. wants to be heard. Yeah, Absolutely. And just looking at um, even some of those signs that they um, find themselves in, you know, a darker space. So let's see if they're experiencing depression or anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, let's say they're not able to go to school and they're having to do the online 
Mm-hmm. That um, for a lot of young people is extremely stressful. I don't have those outlets that I did before, and now um, I'm focused for hours on end, staring at the screen. Um, I know I've been getting Zoom fatigue because um, I'm just not accustomed to looking at a screen for hours on end, and all of that impacts us. Um, we're social beings, and we want to socialize, and we're not able to, as we were previously, um, you know, you want to go, you want to hang out, you want to uh, mm-hmm. be able to hug and embrace, and all the ways in which we're accustomed to being social, like those things, that, uh, you know, for some, like they've been ripped away from us, and it can make it very difficult um, at any age. You know, whether it's the younger or middle-aged, older adults, um, it can be extremely difficult to adapt. Right. And, um, yeah. For some, it's traumatic, you know. Some That's people, true. I've been, yeah, I've been looking forward to, let's say, my graduation, my prom, or various milestones, and now not having an opportunity to even celebrate um, as you normally would. Right. It can seem very uh, devastating. and we find ourselves grieving various losses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's layers to it. Yeah. And then, too, we find ourselves becoming more emotional easier. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And just trying to find outlets. Um, as I shared with uh, the two of you before we kind of start speaking um, on, on here, we're talking about even death, you know, these um, experiences death, um, you know, in the last, I mean, recently, and then over the past few months, but you're not even really able to go to family's house and grieve together like mm-hmm. you normally would, people mm-hmm. aren't necessarily showing up, and, you know, we're testing with people bringing food, and, you know, just being able to come and talk, mm-hmm. and it's not that, you can only have, you know, 25, 50 people at a funeral, I mean, and then the repast, you're like, yeah. okay, how are we going to do this? So there's so many things that we're accustomed to that we're having to adapt new ways of being able to do things, um, and it can be a difficult adjustment, to say the least. Very true, because now going through that change and not realizing everyone's going through it, yeah. and we're being put on edge, and then things that are happening like you said, politically and on TV is just causing more stress, more aggravation, and fed up with everything in general. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, and then I think about how um, some people have some great coping mechanisms, um, you know, be able to emotionally regulate, and for some people it's like some of the ways in which I was regulating previously aren't working like they did uh, before. Mm-hmm. And then for some people I never really had great coping mechanisms, and so now I've got additional stresses, and I'm trying to figure out how to regulate, and um, seeing a lot of violence and crime and different things that are taking place, um, you know, mental health issues people are experiencing, and just trying to figure out how to get people connected to services. Um, some may not even realize that they need those services. Well, it has been a pleasure having you share the mic with us this evening. Um, thank you for taking out time to be with us. We definitely appreciate that. And we are looking forward to having you back 
and being a part of our team. We definitely thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate you um, inviting me to come alongside and have some conversation with your listeners, and I'm looking forward to coming back. Thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners for listening to the Voice of Many podcast. If you have any questions or suggestions, please contact us on our many social media web pages. Please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, and we hope to talk to you later.